The Relationship Between Conformity and Rebellion When I was in elementary school, teachers would always be having us students do our work with dry erase markers on small, handheld whiteboards. Now, for an eight-year-old, whiteboards are a big deal. They're kind of like magic. You put something down with marker, rub it, and boom, it's gone. Completely vanished. Mesmerizing. Yet our teachers would always be on our tails about drawing on them when we weren't supposed to. It was a long list of reasons like it's a waste of ink, to it's a distraction, or even you're ruining the board. Understandable, I know. Yet to a kid in elementary school, that was the best part. Doodling down random images and quickly erasing them out of existence before the teacher walked by and caught a glimpse of your marked up board. It was only when, in second grade, our teacher told us that, if we wanted to, we could draw on our boards. Just like that, the fun was gone. It was no longer a source of entertainment, and we no longer had reason to do it. We didn't realize it at the time, but for our teacher, this was a problem solved. Humans seem to have a natural instinct to rebel. For instance, take a look at your typical high school cookie-cutter makeup. There's the kids who conform, and the kids who rebel from conformity. The kids who lay outside their particular cultural atmosphere, that is to say, the ones who don't follow the accepted societal norm of their high school, are arguably the most genuine. They're living their own life because, with humans having this seemingly natural instinct to rebel, the only thing holding us back is fear. Fear of being unaccepted, shunned, and unwanted. And so we conform, not because we want to, but because we feel we have to. It's safer in the Barbie doll world of conformity. Rebellion often implies corruption and holds quite a negative connotation in our world. It paints a picture of immorality and delinquency in our minds. Yet, rebellion is important and quite necessary in every organized society. Nothing created by man is, or ever will be, perfect, our society included. It's simply a mass of ideas and social constructs that happen to come about through the circumstances of our past. When something is unjust in our society, rebellion can work as a tool to fix that. It just so happens that our society is made up of millions of people that take part in its belief just by having a belief set of their own. With that many people making up a structure of ideas, fluctuation is positive and even necessary. And how exactly is this development and change of ideas brought about? Rebellion. When someone is brave enough to fight against social norms and work to change others' perspective of an action or idea, this is an act of positive rebellion. It allows us to learn from our mistakes and make changes. Given this idea that new ideas and new ways of thinking are born from rebellion, it can be deduced that conformity is what holds us back. We conform, yes, often because we agree with ideas, but also because of fear. With this idea in mind, fear is a driving force in all societies. It allows for control, manipulation, and the acceptance of false ideas and logic. We can never settle with what we've been taught when we believe that there is more than what we've been given to grasp and understand. Any society that is at a standstill when it comes to ideas and beliefs is dangerous. We should always be learning more, coming up with new ideas, thinking for ourselves, and not letting fear force us into conformity and hold us back from positive rebellion.